Allow me to give you a very short and easy division in the psalm and point out the verses that we want to rejoice in. Psalm 102 has 28 verses. The turning point in the psalm is at the 12th verse. In verses 1 through 11, the psalmist complains about his troubles, and life is filled with troubles. Though we have many good things to be thankful for and many good times, there are many troubles and many afflictions, and yet there is a day coming in which they will all be taken away, and we will have the superlative of superlatives of a better life, the best life in heaven with our Lord. And that, and it turns at the twelfth verse as it goes to describe the eternal nature of God. How that everything around us is temporary and changes, but He does not change. And He's always there, and the God we trust in can always be trusted in. The verses I want us to take particular note of are verses 24 through 28, especially 25 through 27, especially Verse 26, speaking of the foundation of the earth and the heavens, which you read about in 2 Peter chapter 3, verse 26 tells us they shall perish. Not in matter, but in constitution and the nature of the earth. They shall perish, but thou shalt endure. Yea, all of them shall wax old like a garment. As a vesture shalt thou change them, and they shall be changed. That's the heavens and the earth, which is described in the previous verse, is going to be changed. And we expect that, look forward to that, because it was promised to us in the Word of God. Let's stand together and read Psalm 102 in the presence of the Lord, making our complaint with the psalmist in the first 11 verses, blessing God for His eternal nature, in verses 12 through 23, and then moving into the psalmist's prophecy of God renovating this universe. Together. Hear my prayer, O Lord, and let my cry come unto thee. Hide not thy face from me in the day when I am in trouble. Incline thine ear unto me. In the day when I call, answer me speedily. For my days are consumed like smoke, and my bones are burned as an hearth. My heart is smitten and withered like grass, so that I forget to eat my bread. By reason of the voice of my groaning, my bones cleave to my skin. I am like a pelican of the wilderness. I am like an owl of the desert. I watch and am as a sparrow alone upon the housetop. Mine enemies reproach me all the day. And they that are mad against me are sworn against me. For I have eaten ashes like bread and mingled my drink with weeping. Because of thine indignation and thy wrath. For thou hast lifted me up and cast me down. Not thou, like a shadow that declineth, and I am withered like grass. But thou, O Lord, 
shalt endure forever, and thy remembrance unto all generations. Thou shalt arise and have mercy upon Zion for the time to favor her, yea, the set time is come. For thy servants take pleasure in her stones and favor the dust thereof. So the heathen shall fear the name of the Lord and all the kings of the earth thy glory. When the Lord shall build up Zion, he shall appear in his glory. He will regard the prayer of the destitute and not despise their prayer. This shall be written for the generation to come, and the people which shall be created shall praise the Lord. For he hath looked down from the height of his sanctuary. From heaven did the Lord behold the earth to hear the groaning of the prisoner, to loose those that are appointed to death, to declare the name of the Lord in Zion and his praise in Jerusalem. When the people are gathered together and the kingdoms to serve the Lord, he weakened my strength in the way, he shortened my days. I said, O my God, Take me not away in the midst of my days. Thy years are throughout all generations. Of old hast thou laid the foundation of the earth, and the heavens are the work of thy hands. They shall perish, but thou shalt endure. Yea, all of them shall wax old like a garment. As a vesture shalt thou change them, and they shall be changed. But thou art the same, and thy years shall have no end. The children of thy servants shall continue, and their seed shall be established before thee. Amen and amen. You may be seated. If you ever feel alone in following the Lord, the psalmist comforts you with the sixth verse, that so did he. I am like a pelican of the wilderness. I am like an owl of the desert. They do not fly in flocks. Verse 7, I watch and am as a sparrow alone upon the housetop. Geese and other birds like to fly in flocks. But the examples pulled out here to comfort us that when we feel alone... And there's few that are following the truth. We can be comforted with this psalm. I trust that when we get to verses like 14, it includes you. For thy servants take pleasure in her stones and favor the dust thereof. The stones and dust of the temple and city of God, Zion, that is mentioned in the 13th verse. Do you take pleasure in being in the house of the Lord in the Lord's day? It goes on to describe some great things that God will do. He is going to show His glory, as it says in the 16th verse, as He builds up Zion. He's done some of that, but He's going to do a whole lot more of that. He's going to deliver the groaning of the prisoner and loose those that are appointed to death because there's going to be a renovation of the universe. And I spent 
sermons preaching it to you out of Romans chapter 8, verses 18 through 23, that the whole creation groans and travails in pain together until now. But the Lord Jesus Christ is coming. And He's going to come and with his, the creative power of his, ver- of his voice, as He said in the beginning, let there be light, He will change light. As He said, let there be a firmament in the midst of the waters. He will change the firmament. And it's all going to be changed because we read it as it got more specific in verses 25 through 27, which verses are quoted by our brother Paul in Hebrews chapter 1 as proof of the Lord Jesus Christ doing this, proving that He is eternal God. Verse 26, They shall perish. They, a plural pronoun referring to the earth and the heavens. In the 25th verse, the earth was destroyed by the flood of waters in Noah's day. The heavens weren't touched. And so if you read 2 Peter 3 carefully, it said that the heavens and the earth are going to be touched the next time because they're going to be melted and the elements are going to melt with fervent heat. And here it is described by prophecy, they shall perish, but thou shalt endure. Nothing's really going to change except he's going to redecorate the universe and deliver it from its present sin-cursed condition. Praise God! What a Savior! The Gnostics considered all matter material in the human body to be sinful and evil. But your body is part of what the Lord Jesus Christ died for, and the Lord Jesus Christ died to take away the curse of sin that has altered this universe. We're going to get a new heaven and a new earth and you're going to have a new body to enjoy it because you're going to need some better senses than the one you have right now to enjoy what's coming. I taught all that in detail from Romans 8 and you read it last night, but here it is in prophecy. They shall perish. This earth is not going to continue. This physical, material earth is going to be changed. Yea, all of them shall wax old like a garment. As a vesture shalt thou change them. And they shall be changed like we change clothes. The Lord's going to change the heavens and the earth. Praise His glorious name. Psalm 102. When you feel alone or you feel troubled or the Lord has cast you down for a little while, He hasn't changed. His days are forever. Flee to Him who never changes and He will lift you up. And He's given a promise to us in the last verse. The children of thy servants shall continue and their seed shall be established before thee. Right. If you're a faithful man and a faithful woman who fear God and love the Lord Jesus Christ and are living a holy and a godly life, that promise in that last verse is for you. God will have mercy on your seed. In Romans 9, 10, 11, we are learning that God made a difference and He elected some Israelites for His love of the fathers. Right. Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and his commitment and promise to them. And I want you to look at that text and believe it as well. As the whole universe has changed, God is not going to change, and he's going to change us so that we fit into this new sinless universe to enjoy it forever. May the Lord bless his word to our hearts and our minds. Amen.